through skincare trends part two: how to be beautiful inside out. Self-care is more than just a buzzword. At the heart of a skincare routine is an emphasis on overall well-being. Practicing your skincare ritual daily is self-care in action. Behind this is the science of the brain-skin connection, an area increasingly studied by dermatologists. From the impact of psychological stress on skin disorders to how your thoughts and emotions can imprint on your face over time. I shed light on this fascinating realm in this week's podcast episode. Interested in becoming more beautiful? Tune in to find out why I think we should harness the power of our brain in the art of becoming beautiful as we age. Hi guys, and welcome to today's episode of Dermatologist Talks: Science of Beauty. I'm Dr. Tia Wan Lin, and we are already at the end of January of 2022. Here in Singapore, we are celebrating the Lunar New Year this coming week. Well, in the last podcast episode, I spoke a little bit about my thoughts on skincare trends for 2022. Specifically, I discussed how home devices powered by in-office technologies will continue to play a dominant role in the home self-care skincare routine market. We've covered the reasons why many skincare devices purchased end up being white elephants、uh, on your vanity table. And perhaps there are some considerations that can help us、uh, when we decide what to purchase. Well, if you've missed that episode, be sure to catch up on that. I've included the link in my podcast transcript. Well, I'm sure today's podcast title caught your attention: How to be beautiful. Who doesn't want to be beautiful? But just how? Here's a clue. What I am about to share has nothing to do with aesthetic enhancements or surgery. It has everything to do with how your brain, the center of all perception, perceives your own beauty. In this episode, I'm going to talk about harnessing the brain-skin connection, which I feel can be the secret of aging in reverse. I will be sharing on acne excoriate, a fairly common but little-known subtype of acne. This condition shows how the brain can affect even an adolescent's skin. I am also going to share about fascinating psychodermatological conditions such as delusions of parasitosis, where sufferers are otherwise psychologically normal. They are plagued with intrusive beliefs of being infested with parasites. How to be beautiful inside out? I'm sure you have heard it said before that beauty starts from the inside, and it's a well-known term used to describe a virtuous sort of beauty, inner beauty, in many cultures. 
In my position paper on the brain skin connection on thoughts, emotions, facial expressions, and aging, which is published in the International Journal of Dermatology in 2021, I talk about how. Harnessing and understanding the brain-skin connection can help us in our pursuit of anti-aging.、Uh, in cosmetic dermatology, where we emphasize interventions,、uh, it is another angle to approach the subject of aging. Given that our thoughts and emotions are expressed on our faces via facial expressions. And also,、uh, because they are intricately linked to our psychological well-being, which in turn determines the health of our skin. Lifestyle interventions are a specific, evidence-based example of how we should emphasize beauty from the inside out. We've heard a lot about self-care in the last two years. Primarily because of the psychological effects of a prolonged pandemic,、uh, but also it could have been a sentiment that was building up、um, due to in- the intensity of urban lifestyles, which I feel may not be psychologically sustainable for many of us. The stress of city living primarily boils down to the environmental、uh, effects of、uh, high levels of noise pollution, the uh, environmental uh, pollutants present due to the particulate matter emitted from industries.、Uh, besides that, the attraction of nightlife in the city,、uh, which disrupts the Circadian rhythm, also prolonged working hours、uh, in、um, a very hectic city lifestyle, is typical, and that plus the psychological stress of simply keeping up with a very fast pace of living, the idea of self care and psychological wellness、uh, may seem to be intuitive、uh, for our overall well being. But via our understanding of how psychological stress and lifestyle factors affect skin conditions, I believe we can take it a step further. There is a realm of research delving into the brain-skin connection. Research in the field of neuroaesthetics、uh, is essentially the study of how aesthetic experiences via specific neural pathways can lead to an overall improvement in psychological well-being, which impacts physical health. Conversely, conjuring up aesthetic experiences from within may affect our thoughts and emotions. And what is termed as psychological wellness and well-being ultimately translates into visible facial expressions. What some may consider the vibe of the individual, very often it has to do with the mental and emotional state of the individual. As a dermatologist, my interest is really in terms of harnessing the science behind what society considers is beautiful, and marrying that with the art of being beautiful. My personal position 
is that the two can be cultivated. That has nothing to do with aesthetic interventions or altering one's physical features. Rather, it has to be age-proof, meaning that these qualities should not decay with biological age. It can instead withstand the test of time. As maturity and practice does to many things, so beauty、uh, can, in fact, become more effortless and ever more enchanting as one grows older. Does this sound too good to be true? Well, my key ideas are published in a research letter in a peer-reviewed scientific journal for those who are interested in this subject. What? I term、uh, the art of expression as an accompaniment to the science of beauty. Refers to facial expressions that ultimately imprint on our faces as wrinkles as we mature. It continues to fascinate me as a scientific observer of the impact of human psychology and personality on the aging face. My personal take on this is that it ultimately becomes an interconnected feedback mechanism. Our thoughts, emotions, dynamic facial expressions ultimately becoming static with age. So the idea that we can choose the face we age with isn't so mythical after all. The concept of self-care, in particular, is very relevant in terms of our study of the brain-skin connection. Psychological stress is well known to impact the evolution and behavior of many dermatological conditions, such as acne, eczema, psoriasis, and other types of immune-related skin disorders. Dermatologists have researched the overlapping fields of psychiatry and dermatology traditionally via a subspecialty known as psychodermatology. In fact, the classical textbook condition that we see in psychodermatology is a condition known as acne excoriate, known in French as acne excoriate de jeune fille. Its etymological roots belie the origins of a condition afflicting adolescent females, literally translating into the acne excoriation of young girls. This condition disproportionately affects young teenage girls, apparently because of predisposing psychological factors. It is a classic example of how the brain impacts your skin via certain compulsions that are a result of a dysregulated perception of acne. I've covered this in detail in an entire chapter dedicated to the phenomenon of acne excoriate in my new book launch, The Acne Care Bible, which is available on Amazon Kindle, Barnes and Noble, and Apple Books, and I've included a link in the transcript. Belief is a potent driving force of our actions. In the case of acne excoriate. It is literally the cause of a potentially scarring dermatological condition, and the fascinating root cause of such behaviors of excoriating your pimples can actually and sadly be traced back to a. 
beauty myth of blind pimples,、uh, and this illustrates the potential harm of beauty misconceptions. I've been asked by many well-meaning beauty writers. On、uh, how we should treat blind pimples differently, and the question itself is very fascinating because、uh, we do not really distinguish between blind pimples and other types of pimples, and the very description of a pimple being blind can convey the、uh, impression to the layperson that、uh, these pimples ought to be extracted in some way. And truly, this is the commonest、uh, treatment sought by many individuals suffering from various types of acne. And the truth is that if you try to extract any sort of acne bump or pimple, it actually leads to more scarring, infection, and does not at all treat the underlying condition. So, just. As an example, the blind pimple、uh, beauty misconception essentially、uh, leads individuals to think that the contents of the acne bump need to be extracted or expelled in some way, since it's not coming out naturally. So these are actually closed comedones,、uh, which contain keratinaceous material or debris、uh, that subsequently may become inflamed and infected, leading to your angry red pimple or an acne papule or a cyst. The precise danger. Of such a beauty misconception is that it directly promotes the belief that leads to acne excoriate. So this actually supports sufferers' behavior of trying to excoriate and to dig their pimples. And in the case of this condition, acne excoriate. It's very often the sole driving factor of their worsening acne condition. Most sufferers actually only have mild physiologic acne, which is why it occurs in adolescents. Many of them do not have strong genetic. Risk factor for developing acne, but because of their compulsion to physically dig and excoriate their acne bumps in an attempt to remove the contents of the acne, is what drives the ongoing inflammation, infection, and scarring. So, in line with our topic today on how to be beautiful inside out. Uh, it's certainly timely for us to drop a reminder that it's certainly not the case when you're trying to squeeze blind pimples. What instead helps is counseling the individual suffering from acne excoriate about the cause and effect of their actions,、uh, specifically what they are perceiving、um, on their face. And the actions that follow, which ultimately causes their condition to get worse. So I think it is important、uh, for us to use this as a very simple example of how the impact of the brain on the skin is relevant even in youth, and in this case, in adolescence,、um, because. There is such a strong 
um, connection between how your mind chooses to perceive what you see and how you eventually react to it as an emotional response. And this eventually leads to a biological disease state. Need more proof on how the brain and the skin are connected? I want to share about a very fascinating condition known as delusions of parasitosis. This is another classic example of how the brain-skin connection can ultimately be the cause of a physically visible skin condition. And this is another reason why I believe that this same brain-skin connection can be harnessed to the benefit of our skin health. Delusions of parasitosis is actually a condition whereby the sufferer uh, is plagued by persistent obsessions of their skin being colonized or being infested with parasites, uh, be it worms, spiders. It's a very interesting condition because these patients are otherwise psychologically well and do not have other features of psychiatric conditions. And this is actually a key diagnostic feature in this condition known as delusions of parasitosis. The way these individuals present is very unique as well. They have this typical set of symptoms which involve bringing uh, to the physician boxes or little containers uh, with what they believe are the infestations, but truly they are little bits of dead skin or dust particles. I used to see quite a number of DOP patients uh, when I did my residency training in dermatology at the National Skin Center in Singapore. And it was very disturbing uh, to see how these otherwise fully normal functioning individuals would uh, end up having various uh, skin lesions because of their attempts at excoriating or removing these infested, these perceived infestations. Um, so they were essentially uh, self-mutilating as a result of this condition. Well, that's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion today on the evidence behind how the brain is actually quite intricately connected to our skin. So the next time you decide to invest in self-care, know that it is not just for a moment of psychological well-being, but it could in fact be protective in terms of your long-term physical health and definitely on your skin health.